it's crazy how in tune we are and we just have to listen and we're all just energetic beings. We're all just feeding off each other's energy. What we put out there is what we will receive. And so I think once I like started to realize more like what I could actually do with my spirituality, it just has grown and evolved over the years. Hi there, and welcome to the Let's Thrive podcast. My name is Emily Feichels, and I started this page to inspire, educate, and empower any who listen. Like most people, I'm a curious soul and love to chat with my guests on all things health, wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I hope you'll stick around for a time or two, and with that said, let's thrive. Hi there, and welcome back to the Let's Thrive podcast, episode 36, with your host, me, Emily Feichels. If you're new to the show, thank you. I hope you enjoy it. You can go back a few episodes if you want to learn more about me, if you want to get a hang of what type of guests we have on here, and if you're an OG, someone that's always been listening, thank you once more. Today, we have a very interesting and fun conversation with a friend of mine, (laughs) Alyssa Brioff, from New York City, and wow, this is a loaded conversation. I was trying to write up a brief of what all we covered for the episode show notes, and we just kept hitting topic after topic, and I found two of them that I kind of wanted to expand upon in this intro. And so here we go. The first one is that we talk a lot about energy in this episode, and I'm not talking about energy to like go on a run, which sure, I suppose so, but more so I'd say kind of the the energy of life, if that makes sense. So first it appears in this moment when Alyssa is discussing her frustration with trying to find a new job, not liking her current job. Something her mom said to her was about Like, the energy you put out is what you attract. And that really hit home for me because I had a few rough years, you know, a while ago. And during that time, I was, like, honestly a bundle of bad energy. You know, I just, one of those people, I just had my head down. I was brooding, frustrated, angry, miserable. And if you think about it, if you have that type of energy, how do you expect to draw something in or draw something good? And so I started thinking about this more and I'm like, okay, when I feel like I'm in good energy and, you know, maybe I'm not happy 24 seven, but I'm hopeful, I'm grateful, I'm optimistic, and I'm just really appreciative of things, things start to flow in more. I'll suddenly get emails from podcast guests. I'll get good engagement on Instagram. I'll have all these brands reach out to me or I'll have, you know, things in my personal life happen that are good. And then it's like in the reverse of these times when I let myself get down and I'm in the dumps and I'm ungrateful and I'm just moody and mopey and frustrated. Then things seem to go for the worse, which make it all the worse. So you're already feeling all these kind of negative emotions and then suddenly your inbox is dry maybe a guest cancels on me maybe I get bad news about something in my personal life and it just seems like everything's building up and it's like holy shit like why is everything so bad well maybe that's because of our energy and so I don't know that's just my two cents on it you can formulate your own opinion and I think after listening to today's episode you'll get a really good idea of what I mean Another thing I wanted to touch on is just a realization I had. So in this episode, we discuss a bit about manifestation, human design, and all of that. And she mentioned something known as expanders, which is a manifestation term for when you find someone that has something that you want, you desire. It's kind of like a role model, but it's more so someone that you look for, you look at for inspiration, for motivation, to show yourself that it's possible to get what you want. So for instance, when I started my podcast, I started finding expanders in the podcast realm that portrayed something I desired. So there were people that had great community with their audience, people that had great interview skills, and people that had the type of guests that I wanted to have on because I needed to show myself, one, that I can do that as well, and two, how to do that for myself. And as we were talking, I realized (laughs) that in starting this podcast, that's what I've offered you. 
So when I have these guests on and I have them explain their backstory and their journey and how they got here and why they got to where they are, it's because I want you to have that expanding effect. I want you to see what is possible for you. So when I always ask, does something relate to you? That's what I'm trying to convey. Did you see yourself in this person's journey? And if so, do you now see how it's possible for you to become that free from your eating disorder someday? Or do you see how it's possible for you to be an entrepreneur someday? Or for you to be talking on a stage or doing these things or traveling or just so happy with life? And it's by training our brains that these things are possible that growth happens. So when you listen to these episodes and you relate to someone's story or their journey, I suggest that maybe you find them on Instagram, on their blog, wherever, And maybe just follow along for a bit. See if their content relates to you. And if it does, use them as an expansion. Look at them and say, that's what I want. And train your brain into believing this is possible. For me, for instance, I use Rachel Hollis as an expander. And I know that may sound kind of out of my range, but the fact of the matter is Rachel never went to college. And if you don't know who she is, she's the author of Girls Stop Apologizing, all of those things, literally a multimillionaire. And she never went to college. Nope. She went out of high school, started working, got experience. And after the hustle and grind of years and years and years, she got to her moment. And for me, that was expansive in believing. That's right. I do not need a college degree to do what lights my heart up and what drives my ambition or drives drives me it's it's just a way for me to see and train my brain into believing and getting over the stigma of I need a college degree to be successful now I'm not saying I'm going to be a multimillionaire Rachel Hollis but I'm saying it is possible for me to become an entrepreneur and to do my own thing without a college degree so I just hope that you keep that in mind as you listen to these podcast episodes and maybe you find an expander. Who knows? So on to today's guest. She is so amazing. She is at Instagram at Alyssa Breloff. I'll spell it. So it's at A-L-Y-S-S-A-B-R-I-E-L-O-F-F, and it's linked below. So we discuss all these crazy things. We start out with a story about how she got her first job from an Instagram DM. Yes, you heard that right how that got her to New York City and really set the scene for the rest of her life to unfold. The path she took from college to corporate job and now to creating something of her own as an entrepreneur. We discuss how energy plays a part in this and the mindset shift she had in regards to her own energy and calling in opportunities and work. We explore all different modalities of healing such as such as Reiki, meditation, breath work, finding a way to self-soothe, self-regulate emotions, Alyssa then walks us through the chakras and how they work in the body, and if you're skeptical, that is 100% okay. I was too until I experienced this all firsthand. She explains how they work and why so that you can understand, as well as their colors, the purpose of each. This is so fun to learn about. We then go into her experience with manifestation, as well as mine, and how she unintentionally got started, and then how she learned to trust the process over time and manifest what she really wanted. In this, we go over meditation, vision boards, expanders, and more to elevate your manifestation game. We then chat a bit about astrology and how to how to filter the hocus pocus stuff from the real stuff, the real astrology. We also touch on human design, chat about our designs, how the moon affects us, and so much more. Like I said in the beginning, this episode covers so many bases, and I'm so happy with that because it can relate to even more of you. If one of these topics interests you, find Alyssa. She also has a blog that you can find through her Instagram, and she has all of these articles she's written, and you can find other people as well through her. Send her a DM, send me a DM. We would love to chat with you. Remember, if you like today's show, if you related to it, if you find this to be expansive, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me at thrive underscore on life. Tag Alyssa at Alyssa Breloff and let us know your thoughts. We truly do appreciate when you guys reach out. And if you're feeling extra grateful, 
for this episode, I would immensely appreciate if you went on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and left a rate and review. It takes like two minutes and it means so much for me as I try to get more guests and expand the show even more for you. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode. As you guys know, I'm all about eating a whole foods diet and supplementing when necessary for optimal health and wellness. That's why I'm so passionate about a favorite brand of mine and sponsor of the podcast, Cured Nutrition. Cured Nutrition offers hemp and CBD products that can enhance your daily wellness routine and aid in your health journey. Their products are organically grown, vigorously tested, and responsibly sourced in their home base of Colorado. And in case you're like I was just a few months ago, confused as to what CBD, hemp, or any of this means, let me explain. Hemp is in the same group as cannabis, but contains less than 0.3% of THC. It has been used and consumed by humans for ages and is a great source of plant-based protein, rich in essential amino acids, and supplies healthy omega-3 and 6 fats. Cured offers a variety of hemp products, like their hemp hearts that you can sprinkle on meals, blend in a smoothie, or bake into cookies. And the product I use daily is their mint hemp oil. I take a dose each morning and have seen immense relief of that early morning anxiety that so many of us can experience. More so, I firmly believe it's helped with my joint pain, which is something I've struggled with for two plus years now. In my last three months of testing cured products, I have seen drastic improvement. No more stretching four times a day just to relieve my joints, and I'm serious on that one. Now, CBD, aka cannabidiloid, did I say that right? <laughs> it's a natural compound that is found in hemp and similar to THC, yet is not non-psychoactive. So no, it does not get you high. Cured has so many options for this too. Everything from a body salve to dog treats, cookie dough, gel caps, and my personal favorites, the Zen and Rise capsules. I take the Cured Zen capsule every night for deep sleep and improved digestion. Thanks to their blend of CBD, magnesium, and super herbs such as ashwagandha and chamomile, I get a deep night's sleep plus the improved digestion from magnesium. The Cured Rise capsules are perfect for morning and act as like a natural stimulus to get you going. The blend is caffeine-free but composed of focus aids such as rhodiola and ginseng to craft the ideal nootropic supplement. Now, I really need this with my fatigue. That early morning, it just gets me going gets my brain alert, and I'm ready for the day. If you'd like to learn more about Cured Nutrition and their products, you can find them at curednutrition.com. And if you'd like to try a product or two, go ahead and use my code, Let's Thrive, to save $10 on your first order of $50 or more. Now there's no better time than the present to try something new and see the benefits of Cured Nutrition in your life. Curious, how long have you lived in New York City? So this upcoming winter will be four years. So I came here um, in 2015, uh, and I graduated from Towson, a college in, in Maryland. Uh, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, from outside of Philly, and I never had envisioned myself being in New York, to be honest. Like, it wasn't a dream of mine, even though my bat mitzvah theme was List in the City. Like, I was obsessed with New York. I always just thought it was, like, too much. Um, but then I got a job offer right out of college, like, a month after I graduated on Instagram, like, through an Instagram DM. So uh, I kind of just took a risk and was – ready. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for this. And if I hate it, I hate it. I'll come back. Uh, I was so grateful. I lived with my college roommate uh, and her parents in Long Island and we commuted. So I didn't really have to like worry about money at that point. And then after six months of me really like realizing I like it, we moved in. So it all just kind of fell into place. My boyfriend also came here as well. We're from the same town and he also didn't want to be in New York, but then like found a job. So it all just worked out really well. What did you go to school for? And like, what was this Instagram DM job? I'm fascinated. <laughs> well, I went to school originally for public relations, um, like my communication degree with a public relations track. But when I went to school, social media wasn't a thing. Instagram had just launched in my junior year or sophomore year. And, you know, people were using it for like documenting what they're doing. They weren't really, it wasn't, there weren't bloggers. It wasn't a thing. 
Um, Facebook was like just coming out. We were really just social networking. But so I went for that and I realized I hated public relations. <laughs> um, so I was like quickly figuring out how can I find something I'm gonna like because I'm graduating in a year. Um, so I found a marketing minor and basically with that I was able to learn more about like digital stuff. I took a blogging course so I learned more about WordPress. Um, I took a graphic design course so I was able to learn Photoshop. Uh, I took one social media class but again it was like so basic not talking about how we use it today. Um, and then you know, I didn't realize that this was a thing that you could literally do social media for a job. So when I first, you know, got this direct message, I was just using Instagram as, as a platform for sharing my life. It wasn't, which I do now, but it wasn't like the same thing. Um, and so they said, you know, we're a social media agency. We'd love to connect with you, uh, and interview with you. So I had a, you know, one phone call with them and it went really well and I was so enthralled because finally after searching online for jobs and not finding really anything that I wanted to do, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I want to do. So I was so excited. Um, I didn't even go in person. Like we had a Skype phone call after that and then I was hired. And from there, I kind of really just learned the ins and outs of working with clients. So, you know, working with multiple brands at once in the food space and the fashion space understanding their needs and really, you know, coming up with a strategy for, for their content, working with my photographer and my graphic designer. We had like a whole team. Um, so I learned, you know, really to do what the client is, what their particular needs were. Um, and then I started working with influencers. So I understood how brands were starting to work with people and have them promote on their behalf. Um, so that's kind of how I got into, I guess, this world of understanding how to really work with brands. Uh, and then from there, I went on to more of a corporate, because this was a startup. This, so from there, I went on to more of a corporate office environment where I did Facebook ads, I did digital advertisement, and I hated it. And I felt like it was just numbers and not creative whatsoever. But I learned so much. And so I was really grateful um, for that. But it wasn't until, and sorry, I'm kind of like jumping around, like just giving it all to you. This is good. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, I mean, I was still kind of like getting into the blog scene. Um, I was going to events like after work. I was taking photos on weekends when I had sunlight like, or before work and waking up early. So it was very much like that hustle, side hustle mentality. Um, and it wasn't until I left my corporate job, I took a risk and I went to a startup, didn't work out, but I was able to more so understand blogging and events and um, what I really want to be doing. So I started look, you know, after that job, I was looking for new jobs thinking, oh, I want to be in health and wellness. I want to work for the brand. I'm sick of working at agencies. I really just want to work for one brand and nothing was working, nothing was sticking, I wasn't getting jobs, and I felt like so defeated, why am I not, you know, I, I have so much experience, like what is wrong, and my mom made a comment to me, like you're not attracting energy that you want a full-time job, I just know it, and I was like, well, I don't want a full-time job, but I have to, like, let's be real, I have to, like, what else am I supposed to do, and she was on the same page, she, you know, she wants the best for me, she wanted me to be able to afford my rent and pay for health insurance soon because I was turning 26. Um, and so as soon as my mindset shifted to how can I not be full-time but still do what I love, I started getting opportunities like immediately. And within for months of searching, within weeks, I had like four clients and I was doing consulting full-time and now that's what I do is consult full-time for brands in the wellness space specifically. And then I have my blog. So it's kind of a balance between the two. So when you say you consult for the brands, are those like large food brands or, you know, products or are those like a personal brand of someone, you know, who's in the influencer space? Yeah, it's a great question. So for right now I'm focusing more on the brand side. So, um, a service provide like whether it's someone who has a service that they're offering like acupuncture or whether it's uh, a physical product it's more so like the brand that I'm helping with but that's not to say that you know I'm not open to ever helping other bloggers who are looking 
for that. But for me, it's more so about like a brand that I, I really thrive off of because I think I get just like, cause I want to just focus more on like my personal blog when it comes to that side. Um, but it's been really rewarding and it's been so nice to make my own schedule and be able to, you know, travel, but still work and work remote and have a really great relationship with, with clients and brands that I truly believe in. Okay. So what I'm curious about is you said your mom picked up on the idea of like, you're not putting out the energy you want to attract. So, you know, from what I've read, I, you know, kind of feel like maybe when you were growing up, you had like some ideas and modalities that most of us aren't exposed to at that time. So maybe could you take us back, maybe like, you know, give, introduce yourself a bit, but then also kind of start, you know, where did that side of your life start to begin and, you know, really form into something special? Totally. So I have to give all the credit to my grandma. My mom is not spiritual. I mean, she, she is more holistic and in the health side of things and always like the natural alternatives. But when it came to spirituality, it was my grandma who, you know, she would take me crystal shopping. And when I was like really young, when, you know, crystal, like, I don't even know what crystal stores we went to back then, to be honest. Like, but I remember picking out crystals and they were specifically for anxiety because I was little and I went through a divorce. My parents were divorced and I was homesick when I had to meet you know, one parent over the other. Um, I, I was having, I had stomach aches back then. So it was more of something for me to like hold on to and believe in that could help me, um, like a little tool. And it always just kind of stuck with, with me with carrying crystals and using them specifically. Um, I always talk about this because I just think it's like, people are so shocked. I was Reiki certified when I was eight years old which I practice now, but not like on other people. It's more a personal thing. Um, And so for that, like, again, that was a lot of connecting with myself, um, having like taking up space for my mental health. So she really taught me when I'm feeling sick to how to use Reiki on myself. And so I always have been kind of in tune with my listening to my body in that way. Um, And I've stuck with it throughout the years. And then through college, you know, I, I went to, um, I would do yoga a lot. That was a really mental thing for me, just getting out of my body and kind of like getting grounded with yoga. And on the summers I would come home from college, I would get um, chakra meditation. So opening up all my chakras and making sure I'm aligned and and taking those practices with me that I could also use in my day-to-day life. Um, So I've always just kind of been in this world without even like realizing what it, you know, how it could turn into something else or how it could make me an intuitive person. But over the years, like I really, I think my spirituality has grown more in the capacity of, okay, like you really have control over so much. Like your intuition is so, it's crazy how in tune we are and we just have to listen. And we're all just energetic beings. We're all just feeding off each other's energy. What we put out there is what we will receive. And so I think once I like started to realize more like what I could actually do with my spirituality, it just has grown and evolved over the years. So I think when she said that to me, it was, I was becoming more aware then of manifestation in a way and like manifesting really what you want. That's what it sounded, you know, like to me when you were explaining the story. I was like, oh, she was manifesting. I'm sure I was like, I'm sure she realized it. But um yeah, so I've I've had someone on to talk about Reiki before, which I I just love that. I've had so many powerful experiences with it. You know, I'm not obviously certified. I, you know, I don't think that's in my cards, but I've just had such a great experience with it. And so I find that phenomenal that you were taught that at a young age. Like, can you imagine? if more kids were taught that to deal with, you know, our personal issues, I, I would, I would be a different person. (laughs) Like I truly believe these are things we should be learning as kids, because that is when you're really becoming a person and like taking in the world and learning how to control your emotions and feel things and express yourself. And I kind of grew up like my first had my first anxiety attack, like, the first thing is, okay, here's medication. And I didn't go down that route, which that's not to say that's not right for someone else. But for me, I did kind of have that more spiritual background of like, what are other things I can do? And Ricky was one of them. But I truly think that there are so many ways kids can learn 
mechanisms that really would help them in the long run. And even just like meditating, breathing um, are really powerful. So. Well, and I think also, I mean, those years are so, you know, critical for our development, especially mental development. And I just feel like when there's so many barriers put up and that's why so many of us are going through this shit right now because we're trying to like get past these limiting beliefs we're trying to break down barriers like go past these walls we've built up over time and it's like if we had those tools back then you know a lot of these things probably wouldn't be in place and make life a lot easier now (laughs) I mean it's so funny because there are literally courses for working on your inner child like we lose our childhood, I think, because it's all about like growing up and being strong and not really showing your emotional side or, you know, brushing things off, not really talking about them. And I really only went to therapy, like I said, because of my parents' divorce. But like, I really think children need to, like people should be in therapy, even at this age, like it's just so important. And there's so much like inner child work that gets built up on us, whether it's, you know, from, from our parents that have done things or just trauma we've been through emotionally, physically, that people need resources. Something else you mentioned were the chakra meditation. So would you mind walking us through, you know, maybe what that means, what they are, uh, and kind of your experience with it? Because it's something I've, you know, heard a lot about, but frankly, I know nothing about. (laughs) So I'd love if you could educate us, you know, just from your own experience and what you know on it. So chakras are different energy points in our body. We have seven main ones. There are more than that, but the main ones we talked about are um, our crown chakra, our third eye, our throat, our heart, our solar plexus, our sacral, and our root chakra. So they all have different colors associated with them. And, you know, it's not like you can obviously see them, but it's more about feeling when you think that they may be, you know, out of balance or not aligned. So if you're really self-conscious a lot and you, you feel like you're, you know, you're not good enough, well, maybe it's your solar plexus, which is where your creativity is and your, your self-awareness, like maybe that's out of balance. Like, how can you open that up? Like, so thinking about when you're meditating, really seeing the like orangey yellow color lighting up in that area. And, and like you said, talking about limiting beliefs or I am affirmations are great to really get rid of all those negative thoughts that you may be holding on to. So it can simply be like YouTubing chakra meditations and just looking at like thinking about those colors and someone guiding you through it. Um, It could be going to a crystal store and getting chakra crystals. So there's really great like starter kits about which based on like how you're feeling, which one maybe might be good for you to hold on to or meditate with to help open that or align that chakra. For me personally, when I would, go to get like a person would do it for me I loved and I want to I want to get back into um she would basically it's it's so like wonky what I'm like woo woo but she would use a pendulum to just to literally see which ones were open and if it would sway side to side it was not open or it was blocked if it was in a circle clockwise it was open So in the beginning, we would go through them all. I would kind of tell her how I was feeling at that present moment. And she would basically use Reiki to open them up. Um, We did a guided meditation together. She would play music. And by the end of it, all of my chakras would be completely open. The pendulum would be going crazy on all of them. And like, literally, I would leave. And if my mom got in a fight with me or said something annoying, I'm like, can you not? Like my chakras are all open. I need them to stay open. Do not fuck with my alignment right now. So it's like, it's true. Like I, I think that, you know, Reiki helps, but so many factors play into them being um, out of alignment, whether it's, you know, right now, even like speaking, okay, how can I maybe use my throat chakra? What meant, like I was on a panel holding a a blue crystal that helps me to really speak my truth. Um, so it's just like listening to your body and being in tune and knowing more about the chakras, like literally just Googling how it feels if they're not aligned or, you know, I'm feeling this way. How can I open the chakra? So I think it just like, I didn't really know. I kind of just educated myself and I think they're so powerful. I just don't think people believe it cause you don't see it. It's more of an internal thing. 
I've heard of the pendulum thing before, actually. And that fascinates me. I am one, I mean, I don't like, you know, it's not like someone tells me something. I'm just like fully invested on it. Like I have my own like skepticisms, thoughts, but that's healthy. Everybody should. But I, I've had some real, you know, out there experiences with the Reiki and seeing color, you know, whether they were from chakras, auras, whatever. So I am like, I, I take it, you know, I buy it. But I'm curious, like, do you know the colors associated with, with each one? Like, could you list them? Brown is um, clear, like white. Okay. And then the blue is your, um, I'm sorry, purple is your third eye. So right in between your, your brow. Your throat is blue. Your heart is green. And then it goes, I might be, I always mess these two up. Solar plexus is orange, which is like what I said, your stomach area. And then your sacral is more like kind of your uh, pubic bone, like lower down area. So that's yellow. And then I mess it up. Yellow, orange. And then the bottom one, your root chakra is red. And that's like your stability, your groundedness, if you're feeling safe. Um, and that one, a lot of the times, like that can kind of mess up all of them. So if you're not rooted and you're not grounded, they can all be out of whack. And you maybe just need to focus on like rooting yourself going like to me, literally grounding is like going to the beach and walking on sand and like putting my feet on the ground um, or doing things like yoga where like you're literally using your feet. Like we're in the city, we're walking around, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm wearing, so it's, it's not like I'm getting nature or outdoor experiences. So it's important to really ground myself other ways. Okay. That's very interesting. I've just had, like I said before, I've had some odd circumstances with like Reiki or like deep meditations guided, you know, like on retreats or whatnot. And when you were saying the colors, just some things clicked. So that's interesting. I, I really need to learn um, more about those because that yeah. just yeah, I have a book even I can tell you after. Um, I don't remember the name. I have a book, but it's all about the chakras and crystals for them. Um, I've done Reiki on my friends before. You know, using this crystal, this chakra meditation, and have tried the pendulum on them. Like I'm, I'm not saying like, this is something I'm like. I'm an expert in, but I, I just like to play around with it and have fun with it, not take it too seriously. And the pendulum, like no one believes me until they try it. And they're like, holy shit. Like you just need to do it yourself. Like people are always going to be skeptics. Like you said, it just has to work for you. And if you believe it, great. Even with crystals or rake or anything to me, it's not hurting me. It's if anything, it's helping me and it's giving me something to believe in that's bigger than myself. At the end of the day, that's all I really care about is, you know, having something that will make me feel good and believing that it works. I think that's a lot of it is mental and that is okay too. I was just talking with this, like I told you before, I had a podcast prior to this and we were talking about like, it doesn't matter like what you believe in, what you do, whether it's breath work, meditation, you know, like drawing, journaling, saging, crystals, whatever, like I feel like having something that you can put intention in and believe in outside of yourself is so critical to, you know, maintaining your sanity in this crazy world we live in. And it's, it's like a form of grounding too, you know, like when I break out, you know, things that appear very woo woo to my brother and he laughs, like, who cares? Like it's grounding me. It's something I'm doing with intention and yeah, like just gives me something to believe in. So I, I feel that. <laughs> totally. So you mentioned before manifestation too. Would you mind like sharing, you know, your thoughts, your experience with it, and maybe how you've integrated it into your daily life or, you know, just life in general? Yeah. So I, before this year, I feel like I, I you know, I was doing things probably unintentionally manifesting them, but I always was kind of a non-believer of like, well, I don't want to jinx it. And like already right there, you're putting that energy out there that you're not worthy of it happening. So it's such a mindset shift to truly believing we already have everything we need. It's about tapping into that and, you know, feeling as if we already have it. That's something I learned at a retreat and it changed my life was truly how to manifest. So, you know, one is being specific and not just saying, which there are, there are kind of contradictory thoughts on this because I am really into human design as well. And I, I speak with my friend who does human design chart reading and different based on your human design um, 
you know, type, it's like they believe that you, some should be really specific when they manifest and some shouldn't. And apparently I shouldn't be, which I kind of stepped away from being really specific and more being general. But there are people that believe you should be completely specific. So you're saying, I want more money. Okay. The universe thinks, well, you found a $10 bill on the ground. You have more money done. You have to be like, no, I want a hundred thousand dollars more on this date by, you know, this much more. And this is going to happen. And I'm not saying it's going to just happen magically. You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to trust. That's like the number one thing is putting it out there. Number one, trusting that whatever happens, maybe it's good or bad is for your best interest based on what you're creating and manifesting and that it takes time and it's not going to happen overnight. Like I think people have this idea, Oh, well I, I wrote it down and I, I sat at the new moon and I manifested this and it's not here yet. Um, so one thing I learned on this retreat was really journaling it out and like kind of writing as if it's happening. Like it is July 5th and I have this business and it's doing amazing. And I feel this, and this is happening because of this. And it's really, about feeling as if you already have these things because your mind wants to work for you. You know, we're so in this some subconscious way of living where we don't, we do things unintentionally. We don't realize, but when we're like tapping in consciously to what we actually want, it, our brains want to work for us. They want to do these things. They want to get these things. So you'll start doing things in order to get the things you actually want. Yeah. I always feel that too. It's, it's like there's always kind of like the idea of every like little decision you make has some sort of offset, you know? So it's like if you're in a place where you're consciously or like you, maybe you're not realizing it, but your brain is like you start making little things, you know, that are going to help help you towards it. And yeah, I've similar to you. The first few times I manifested, I didn't realize I manifested until it happened. And then afterwards I was like, Shit, Holy shit. Like a year ago, I was sitting in my high school classroom and I was thinking of these things. And then all of a sudden, like all of this has happened, like how the hell? And then, you know, then I try manifesting some stuff and <laughs> I, I still, have a, you know, I still have to do the inner work, but yeah, it's just a fascinating, you know, concept to me. And I'm still trying to, you know, find, find my groove with it, I suppose, what works and what doesn't work. But yeah. And um, I, I think a great way, like there's different apps, like I, my friend told me about just recently, this medi manifestation meditation that you can actually, and I do this on my own, but I'll kind of say, I, you know, today is it's this day, I just woke up. I want this to happen. This is going to happen. I feel great because this happened. So like kind of setting my day up before it even happens for the things that I want to feel and I want to draw in. Um, but then there's also like a meditation you can do that really lets you think, visualize how you want your day to be, how you want your life to be. So I think it's just, you know, finding ways that you can actually learn to feel how you want to feel. Like you just need to trust it. And another thing on the retreat that I learned was also um, saying, you know, this or something better. So like, even though you want something doesn't mean it's the best option for you. And maybe something else better is going to come along. So I think that's also really important and doing things like vision boards really helped me. Like I love to use Pinterest as vision boards. I have like private boards that people don't know about and I'm manifesting things and just repinning stuff that I want, um, like vacations or, you know, uh, I have one that I stare at on my desk that literally is just words and affirmations and goals, um, mostly related to like business and clients and money, but um, that also plays into things because money has been such a huge thing for me this year. I used to fear it a lot and I still think I kind of do money. It's scary, but as soon as I kind of learned that, you know, this word of abundance and that I'm worthy of money and I love money and money loves me and just like having different affirmations around money and not worrying, you know, something happened with a client or I, you know, I didn't want to work with that brand because it just wasn't aligned, but I lost the money. Something better will come along. So again, like trusting, feeling that sense of abundance. Like I have everything I need. Having this healthy relationship around money. 
what you were saying before about, you know, like the vision boards and stuff. I, I know I personally, I'm a very big, like visual person when it comes to meditation. So I found, I got the balanced blondes. I don't know. Yeah. Her waking back up to your soul course and her meditations in it. I told her she needs to make a meditation app or something. Holy shit. I know. Like, I went so deep in that one and I saw like all my manifestation, like in one, like I didn't even realize I was doing it. And then, you know, I came out of it and I was just like, holy shit. Like, I hope, (laughs) I hope the hell that happens. And like, it was so powerful, but I found that if I can get into a deep meditation and visualize it time and time again, like you said, it's kind of like programming your brain. Like, oh, I see, I see what you want here. Like, it's so powerful. Oh my gosh. Jordan's amazing. Like I love Jordan so much. And I think a, a great thing she talks about a lot is like expanders. And for me, she's a huge expander for me is, you know, surrounding yourself with people that you see that they have things and that kind of get, helps get rid of limiting beliefs of you're not worthy of it by seeing other people with it. And you're creating space in your subconscious to say, I can have that too. So whether that's like, you know, a dream job, a dream house, this amazing relationship, like being surrounded by with those people with that with great, you know, things around you is without being jealous, but truly realizing like you are, there is enough abundance and stuff for everyone. And you can have that too. Yeah. And what I found was, you know, and it was interesting when you said like the jealousy part is I found that all these people, you know, they're just, you know, people with lots, you know, lots of followers. That's not why I was like, jealous per se, but because of their life. And I realized, A, I am such a loving person. Why am I feeling such jealousy? And then I realized it's because they have like what I want, but what I don't think I'm capable of, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at them and what they have, what they're doing. And I just, I'm jealous that I can't do that. And the moment that like hit me, I was like, wow. And I swear like overnight, one by one, I just lost all that jealousy because I saw that like they are expanders. I'm like, okay, these are just people I admire so much. And then it also helps like go back and figure out their backstory. Right. Like so many of these people, you know, Rachel Hollis, you know, Jordan, like all these people that we adore and love, Jenna Kutcher, like they all had their own beginning and it wasn't, it wasn't glamorous. It wasn't filled with money or fame or anything. Like they worked and they came from places, you know, similar to us common commoners. (laughs) And so it, that is, you know, a big expanding moment too, to go back and see this is how they did it. And I just have to be patient now. Totally. (laughs) And I think that's, what's the problem sometimes with social media is you don't always see the, the struggles or how people got there. You just start following someone and maybe they talked about it a year ago, but you are following them now and you just see them on this vacation and doing all these cool things and they own a business and you're like, well, what about me? Like it can feel like this really competitive space. And also like, you're not on the time, like you're not on the right timeline, but everyone's on their own timeline. And I always have to remember that just because somebody's somewhere that I want to be and I'm not, or, you know, what, what have you, they're doing something I want to be doing. One, I think it's coming back to gratitude because you can't, feel jealous when you're grateful for what you have. And then you have this abundant mindset of, oh my God, I have so many things like, and things just open up, more doors open up, you get opportunities when you're not expecting them. And then also just realizing like, again, you're just seeing such a small picture of someone else's life and realizing they're human, they have mistakes, they have flaws, they have, you know, trauma and pain. And not that you want that on somebody to, to think that that dark, but realizing like, you know, we're all insecure and we just, we want to succeed and we want to be the best version of ourselves. And I think it's also being really conscious about who you follow and how they make you feel. Yeah. And that's one of the main reasons I started this podcast because that's what podcasted to me. It showed me those backstories, those stories of stories and journeys of trial and tribulation until they finally got there, you know, to their moment. And, you know, I I love words and I love connecting with people. And I thought I want a podcast where I can interview these people and I can go back and figure out where they started and how they got to where they are and what they've learned along the way. 
and help people expand, you know, and that's what I've seen start to happen is just people relating and expanding. And that's why I like to, you know, get into people's lives and talk about all of this, because once you find that relatable piece and something you can expand upon, that's, yeah, like you said, that's when your whole mindset shifts around it and the good stuff starts coming. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I am so happy to introduce another sponsor for the show and a brand that I have loved for years before Instagram was even a thing, Terrasol Superfoods. If you know me at all, you know I love my smoothie bowls with my crunchy toppings and my chocolatey baked goods, but what you might not know is that without Terrasol, none of that would be a thing. Terrasol specializes in a variety of organic and responsibly sourced superfoods, all available at reasonable prices and in a variety of sizes. The company's founders, Dennis and Amy, are passionate about delivering quality goods, all while supporting local and global communities for sourcing. What I adore most about Terrasol is the fact that I can buy all my baking goods and superfoods in bulk, saving money and reducing plastic waste. Now that is a win-win situation. My absolute favorites and routine buys from the site include cacao nibs, coconut chips, sunflower seeds, and pumpkin seeds to top my smoothie bowls with. And for all my baking goods, I order cacao powder, coconut flour, coconut sugar, and dates, all in big bulk bags that save me money and save the planet while we're at it. (laughs) And it doesn't end there. You can order superfoods such as spirulina, maca powder, hemp hearts, chia seeds, flax seeds, goji berries, and so much more, all at amazing prices, responsible sourcing, and available in a variety of sizes. The best part is that by using the code EMILY20, that's all lowercase, E-M-I-L-Y-2-0, EMILY20, to save 20% off your order of Terrasol products. Go ahead and give them a try. I promise you will not regret it. Share your favorites on Instagram and tag them at Terrasol to show some love, and that is T-E-R-R-A-S-O-U-L. And as always, message me with any questions or concerns you have. Hope you guys check them out. And without further ado, let's get back into this episode. So are you like into astrology at all? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I used, <laughs> I always was into it like in college, like in just out of college. When I first graduated, I was like always reading my horoscope and to a point where it was like... I was getting text messages about what my day was going to be. And again, I think that also kind of manifests like things you may not, you, you may not want, like if it's a bad day, you're like, Oh shit, I'm going to have a bad day. I hate a late elite daily when they're like, Oh shit, these three horoscope, these three signs are going to have the worst week ever. I don't even look at it. Cause I don't even want to know. Like, I don't care. I'm going to have a good week because I'm going to have a good week. Not because elite daily tells me. So I think I've gotten to a point where I realized you know, it's all, it's not all a load of crap, but like take things with a grain of salt. At the end of the day, you're in control of your life, not what some horoscope tells you. Um, and when I realized my birth chart and how I'm unique and not just because I'm a Virgo that I'm going to have this week, but because I also have, um, my moon is in Aquarius and the moon happens to be in Leo this week and it's affecting me differently than maybe my friends, but really like understanding, like I love CoStar and Sanctuary. I think it's, follow sanctuary and then what's the new one pattern which is like mind-blowing of how much it knows it's kind of scary but I love and again I don't look them I don't look every day I I have gotten out of that like oh the month it's gonna this is gonna happen um but I think it's just important to like be aware of the moons and and truly how like they're affecting us and every day the moon changing and like to different signs like every two days actually crazy well yeah and I think I'm lucky in that I never was exposed to horoscopes or astrology or anything until I got like my actual birth chart read. So I got like the true astrology from the start. So I've, and it blew my mind as, I mean, I don't know when you got your chart read, but mine absolutely, I went from like laughing hysterically to crying hysterically to just being in awe. It was insane. And, you know, I have found that I'm still trying to get into, you know, like learning about the seasons and, you know, how the moon affects each of us depending on our signs. 
But the more I like dig into it and learn, I've really have started to notice how things in my life, you know, shift with the seasons or the moons, especially when it does come to trying to manifest things or, you know, just calling certain things into my life. It, it, it does, it has, you know, aligned quite a lot (laughs) to the point where it really grabbed my attention. So that's why I wanted to ask because I've just been hearing more and more a lot about, you know, like kind of putting your work schedule or what you're calling in or you're manifesting and kind of trying to work with the seasons and the moons and everything. So. And it's crazy that someone I follow always posts like kind of like what's happening right now more politically and like in the world. Um, but how years ago at this exact same time, like something else politically or environmental also happened because of like something's in Pluto for however many years or something's in Uranus. Like, it's actually crazy. You can see patterns when you really deep, like dig into the years that we're in and like what could be going on in the world. And I don't want to get into politics or anything like that. <laughs> but um, no, it is crazy with our charts. And, and then I got into human design, which I'm not sure if you know your human design, but I found out I'm a reflector, which is like the rarest one. <laughs> At first I was like, okay. But then I, I did my human design reading and I truly – under like I was like holy like this is what I've been feeling my whole life and it makes so much sense of why I felt this way and just talking to like fellow you know spiritual people who you know maybe they're they do Reiki or what whatever and and they'll tell me like oh my god like you're definitely feeling this because this more this moon because you're a reflector or like if I'm feeling sick like it's the moon like not that I'm blaming everything on the moon but it just it truly affects so much like from our menstrual cycle to, you know, when they're like, Oh, the moon's out. People are crazy. Like it really does something to us. No, it can. I mean, the damn moon, it can, you know, we can go from being, it's like some nights I, and it was so funny because I was going through these patterns where, you know, and I, I don't even have my period. I haven't had it for a long time. So I I don't know what my menstrual cycle is, but I realized, yeah, I realized that moon fucks me up so bad. (laughs) Like I, it took me like three months of, I forget like which moon it was and everything, but it was, it was affecting me and I wouldn't even think about it. And then all of a sudden I'd feel those feelings come in again, just the deepest like frustration, um, like depression mixed with self-loathing and limiting beliefs. And it would come out of nowhere. And every time like I started noticing and I'd start, I'd go online and I'd figure out whether it was full moon, new moon, whichever, I don't know. And every time it was spot on. And I was like, wow, like this is insane. And I mean, it it still happens. Like I, I just kind of know to be prepared for it. Exactly. You're aware. And it's not about like being really scared about it, but it's like, okay, how can I really ground myself during this time and be okay with what's happening? And and like same with, you know, Mercury and retrograde, like how can I really slow down and like take a look at things from a different perspective or really think before I make this decision? Like even for me, which I don't do all the time, but apparently being a reflector, I'm supposed to wait a full moon cycle to make a full, like a big decision. So, okay, I'm not waiting like 21 days to decide if I want to, you know, a salad for lunch, but like there was something I was debating and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like sit on it. So I wrote it down on that moon and then I waited for the next, moon in that sign and I looked back I'm like eh, I don't want this so I just like kind of didn't think about it again um so I feel like for me at least it's it's really powerful and I think knowing your birth chart is like a game changer yeah I I had a human design you know expert come on the show and it was funny though because I found her through the almost 30 Facebook group And she didn't know anything about me. She knew I had a podcast and she offered to come on. I didn't know anything about her, but I was like, we'll try. So we get on and she just blew me away because, you know, it was, it wasn't just, she was telling me I was a generator. Right. She, which at first I was like, oh, what the hell? Like I'm, I'm the most basic, (laughs) I'm the basic one, but she starts going into the chart, you know, and there's the open and all the colors and I can't remember it all. That like goes back to your chakras even. Yeah. And it, it blew me away. I, we did it, you know, like live over the recording and it's so funny because 
you know, I just, once more, I go from like laughing to being like near tears because it is so spot on. And, you know, I just, and it turned out later, she, you know, I thought she was just kind of this little willy nilly human design person. And here she had had her own crazy journey. She was a projector and she got somehow like worked up in the Lacey Phillips Facebook group and then got her story promoted everywhere, got like hundreds of clients in. And I caught her just before she probably would have been like too busy to do something like this. It was just, yeah, it was just crazy, but. Yeah, I think it's just like finding more about yourself can really help you to understand, you know, whether you're spiritual or not, just like kind of understand things more and what works for you. Exactly. And so another topic that I'm interested in, don't know much about is just like the idea of behind Chinese medicine. So I saw that you've, you know, done a few things and you live in New York City. So I imagine there's lots of opportunities. Do you mind just sharing, you know, your experience with it, explaining what that means, and just kind of giving us a bit of education from your viewpoint on it? Yeah, so Chinese medicine has been around for centuries. It's one of like the longest studied therapies, I guess you could call it. Um, And so basically there's acupuncture, there's cupping, and there's herbs. There's different things that you can do. But for me, Um, I started, I would say like three years ago, literally I was writing an article for something and I wanted, I was testing out different things and that was one of them. And I, I honestly hated it the first time because I couldn't relax. I was really anxious, um, about the needles and it just like made me feel like, I don't know. But the second I left the table, I felt high, like some feeling I've never felt before of just like that was the most relaxing. Like I just feel like all of the negative energy left my body. And I feel like acupuncture can be kind of this like woo woo thought in people's head. Like, Oh, does it really work? It hurts. And so that's why this past year I've been working with um, a great company within in New York that offers um, a healing space for all those things. So cupping acupuncture and herbs and it's, it's more of a demystifying way to get people to, if they've never tried it before, you know, come in, whether it's for pain or for stress or for fertility issues, it can help with so many things. Like it's actually wild. Um, and for me personally, I go for, for stress, which also relates like stomach gut issues for me. Um, and so it's like the only place that I can really relax and let go because I'm really like forcing myself to sit still. Like I have needles in me, I'm not moving and to sit still and like there's guided meditation, the most, one of the most therapeutic things I can do for myself. So I try to go a few times a month. Um, and it's been like one of the best things I can do to heal my, to heal my stomach. Um, I'll go when I have a flare up specifically, I'll go for TMJ pain, like in my, in my jaw. Um, and then they have great tools. Like you've probably been seeing like the gua sha's and like the jade rollers, which are becoming trendy. Um, so I use a gua sha every morning, which you can get like on Amazon. Um, I know a lot of brands sell them now, but that is like a really nice way to, it's like a self-care thing I do in the morning. And I use a little oil on my face and then I'll kind of just like go in an upward motion with the gua sha, um, which helps to release a lot of tension that I'm building up in, in my sleep. Or even just like throughout the day, I can do it. Like you can carry it with you. It's nice because we hold so much tension here, especially me. That it's just really nice to like have something to, get out that pressure. So I love, I'm like a huge component for acupuncture. I think it, if you can find a really great place that you trust and feel safe with, um, it's amazing for whatever you're going through. Well, yeah. And as, as we're talking, I'm like, I'm clinch. I'm like trying to work my jaw out. Cause I hold, Oh, I swear. I hold every emotion in my body and my jaw. And it's crazy. Like, <sighs> I'll wake up and I'm like, oh my God, like I have to wear a mouth guard, but I don't wear it. <laughs> so like, I'd rather gua sha than use a mouth guard. But you know, whether it's, you know, holding tension in your neck, it can release so much tension that, that is building up. And then in return, you just like feel better because when you have all that stagnant energy with nowhere to go, it's like, you don't feel good and you're in pain. Yeah. And I've heard, I mean, so many people far and wide 
whether it's the gut, hormonal, infertility, that acupuncture, they swear by it. They swear by it. And I, I'm so curious. I really want to try it out just because I, yeah, similar to you, I just, I mean, my body is, well, I'm mentally always stressing myself out. And then my body is, you know, constantly fighting itself. And, you know, I just, I feel if I had acupuncture, I'd heal like 10 times faster, but (laughs) if you can find someone, I highly recommend trying because, you know, it helps with increasing serotonin. Like there really are so many things mentally that it also helps with and it's changed my life. Well, you do a wonderful job of always updating your blog and you have such informative. Yeah. Like I just, I love reading. The other night I went on like a binge of reading. Like (laughs) I always do that. I'll come back to a blog I haven't been on in a while and I'll just read article after article. And so where can people find you? I mean, your Instagram is beautiful too, but where can they find your Instagram and your blog and all the information that you give out? So my Instagram is my name, Alyssa Bryloff. And then my blog is Holistic Living. So it's spelled with list instead of L-I-S. So H-O-L-Y-S-S-T-I-C living.com. And, you know, I, I'm better with my Instagram than my blog. I'm trying to get more now that like summer's winding down. I felt like I was kind of like taking a little break, but really want to share more content on my blog because with the algorithm, people aren't really seeing my content on Instagram. It's frustrating. So I think the blog is a better way to really get more information out there and go on longer. So those are probably the best two places. I love that. And I'll have them linked below. So I always end with two. I've deducted it down to two rapid fire questions. So if you could meet anyone past or present, who would it be? Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Let me think about this. I've never been asked for this. <laughs> it's one of my favorite questions to ask because like a really stupid answer. Like I, 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 I okay. I will give an, I'll give an, okay, so like my guest earlier today was the same way. She could not decide. I'm like, listen, I have had people say everyone from Freddie Mercury to Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Michelle Obama, their deceased grandma, um, the first person on earth, mother, like Mother Mary, like the, the gamut has been everywhere. So you say whoever. <laughs> people, I would see my grandpa because he passed and he was my best friend. Like I have a tattoo of him and I would kind of just go and like, just talk to him, but I know he's always with me, but I think that would like be like the first person I would just like think I need to just talk to him. Um, and two would be like my Reiki master because she also passed away and I was so young. So I like didn't really, I feel like get as much as I could have out of her, but I've had her come up in a reading before where someone said, there is a woman here that passed and I didn't know any woman that had passed that would have like come through. And they said she helped me like with, I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but I knew like it was my Reiki master. So like probably speak to her, but definitely my grandpa. He was such a huge person in my life. I love that. Okay. And one, what is one piece of advice that if you could just scream it from the rooftops for all to hear, what would you say? Just be yourself and, you know, live every day truly like it's so cliche but you know live your happiest life live your truth don't care about what other people think like is that a really long thing to say like I'm screaming just don't live your life but truly like we don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring and I am so bad I I plan everything like I'm a Virgo but like truly being present and just living I think we forget we're always like oh my god what's next like be in the moment I love that. And that was not too long. I've had people go for a solid minute. (laughs) So I love that. And thank you so much for donating your time to this. Thank you so much. You're amazing. I am blown away after recording that and then listening through to edit it with Alyssa. Wow, we just discussed so much. And if you're feeling a little overwhelmed, (laughs) that is okay. It was a lot of information, a lot of new things that maybe you can check out. Once more, you know, if you're skeptical about something, that's okay. Skepticism is healthy. What's not healthy is if you completely ignore it and refuse to even acknowledge it. Just by listening to this, you've already opened your mind and maybe it doesn't click with you. Maybe someday in the future it will, or maybe it never does. But at least you were open to listening, learning, 
And the more you know, the better, right? So if you're interested in learning more about Alyssa or any of the topics we discussed today, really, she posts about them all the time, you can find her on Instagram at Alyssa Breloff, linked below. And if you like the show, remember to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at thrive underscore on life, tag Alyssa, and let us know what you thought. We love chatting with you, and community is everything to me. So if you message me, I'll be messaging you and catching up on all the good stuff going on in life right now. I truly appreciate you all, and remember, you can always leave a rate and review, check out our ads, and use the codes to save yourself some money while trying some new and amazing products. Check back next week for an exciting guest, and as usual, I appreciate you.